Welcome to Go Simcha, the podcast that takes one in-depth approach to the Jewish music, entertainment, and simcha world. Now, here's your host, Zisha Littman. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Go Simple, the podcast. We had so much fun recording the episode, um, but it couldn't have been done without the help of our sponsor, Karen Simchas and Vakalis. We're going to take a minute to hear a little bit more about them. The following episode of Go Simple the Podcast is proudly sponsored by Karen Simplis Chassan Vicalo. Karen Simplis Chassan Vicalo was founded over 25 years ago and is based in Brooklyn, New York. KSCVK helps widows, orphans, and people who are in dire need of marrying off a child. Working through their network of vendors, KSCVK ensures that every wedding is just as special as the next. Run by world-renowned party planner Devorah Benjamin, KSCVK takes care that each wedding is as elegant as the next one, ensuring dignity and class through every wedding that they put on. To donate to KSCVK, please visit their website, kscvk.org, today. That's kscvk.org, and help make someone's wedding special. Welcome back, everybody, to another amazing episode of Go Simple, the podcast. Now we're kicking it off with episode 39, 39 episodes with over 60,000 people listening on a weekly basis. We really appreciate you guys as our fans. Um, it, it's so cute. You know, every time something goes wrong on our side with, the tech, with technical difficulties, we get a flood of emails from people asking where the show was. It actually happened last week. Um, we apologize. We forgot to put up the link. Um, for the for episode 38 featuring Donnie Gross. Um, so this week, please God, we won't make that mistake. Um, but anywho, on the topic of mentioning Donnie Gross, we, he just put out Comes It's in the Rain. It's a perfect album to listen to for Sphera. And we actually have one of the people who sang on that album. He's sitting down with us today on our show. He has a wonderful song on that album, which I have stuck in my head all day. I've been singing that niggin all day. And I'm so excited to finally bring him on board the show. I'd love to welcome the talented, the young and talented David Perlman to Go Simple, the podcast. David, what's good, my friend? How you doing? Baruch Hashem. How are you, Zisha? I'm cool, man. I am, I am cool. Thank God for air conditioning because it is a sauna outside our offices. Um, oh, it's actually great here. In, uh, I'm in New Jersey right now, actually. It's not bad. Not bad. Not, not bad, bad at all. Where in New Jersey are you located? Well, I'm in Yeshiva in Teaneck in TABC. But uh, I'm actually I'm from Staten Island. For all of those who uh, know about Staten Island, it's this yep. little uh, unfortunate place in <laughs> part of the five boroughs that everyone forgets exists. Yeah. Wait, you're in Yeshiva. You, did you yeah. say you're in Yeshiva? Yeah, finishing it up, actually. I'm going to be going to Artistral, uh during uh, this Ellsman, actually. Ooh, uh, you, you're, you're more than welcome to stop by our offices if you'd like and come down and hang out with us. 100%. Which Yeshiva are you going to? Nevaseret. Nevaseret Zion. Oh wow, that's really funny. Yep. My friend, my friend happens to be the cook over there. Oh my gosh, I'll definitely have to hit him up. Yeah, he's a, he's a cool dude. Um, but anywho, that's really awesome. So, wow, you're in yeshiva, and and you're a singing sensation. I mean, I've seen you <laughs> put out singles. You put out you put out music videos. I even saw a video you did for your yeshiva itself, which was really cool. Um, now, let let's talk about this for a minute. How did you get into music? How did you get into music? All right, so it all started. First of all, my father, Arye Perlman, who I owe it all, you know, I owe it all to him for introducing me to music. He started an a cappella group before I was born. Kind of predates like the six, you know, 613, the Maccabees. It was Which one, one of the, I think it's called the Shabbatones. 
Uh, ask anybody who was around before he was big to make music videos. This was like the 90s. He was one of the wow. first. And it was kind of like he trailblazed the, the whole entire uh, Shabbos bar mitzvah scene when that was like a new concept. So very big in the 90s and in the beginning of the 2000s. Then the other guy started to pop in. And um, my dad had a bunch of different guys who were, you know, they always, there's someone new, younger and newer on the block that obviously it's time for the next generation. But he led the way for so many other acapella groups. And I still to this day, I mean, I go on jobs with him. When I was younger, he had a lot more jobs. This is like a side thing for him. But right. so I was introduced to singing. You know, I literally was like two, three years old. I'd go with him away to Hotel Shabbatones. We'd sing together. I would always love singing. So eventually, when my father approached me and told me that Yerachmiel Begun, who's the owner of the Miami Boys Choir, was looking for new additions, uh, additional members to the choir, I obviously said, well, that would be a great opportunity. So we set up an audition. It worked out. Baruch Hashem. I was eight years old at the time. And wow. I joined the choir. Yeah, I was the youngest guy for a while, actually. I was known as the little, the little one. Um, and I never, it was never that tall of a guy. So even when I was 13 and my voice was super high, people still thought I was a lot younger than I actually was. Either That's way, really it worked fun. out. Yeah, Bar Hashem. Five years in the choir. Did a lot of, that was, that was definitely, you know, my way into the Jewish music industry. Yerachmil introduced me to so many new concepts, such as, you know, how to sing and dance at the same time and not get out of breath. Like, that's a big thing. That took a lot of practice. And it's the idea of stage presence. Right. And, you know, you have to understand also feeling your way through a song. You don't just sing something straight. You have to feel it with your neshama in a way. You have to sing it in a way that tells a story. So he would teach you how to sing with expression, adding vibrato, all these different things. I owe a lot of it to your Achmiel Begun for really, you know, in a way shaping the way, in many ways, the way I sing now. Um, so he was a great mentor. And uh, I and I have such appreciation uh, to him and to my, you know, for the five years I was in the choir. After I left, which was when I was 14, uh, 13, 14, I released an album called Miracles, which was mm -hmm. original uh, songs by a woman named Kyle and Newhouse. Yep. And um, yeah, that album, Baruch Hashem, really took off in the Lakewood Bar Park scene. I mean, I interject. I mean, that was that was actually. I remember I sent you a message on 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 Cholmoid on Pesach. I was actually I was actually doing cleaning up my house, and I was putting on the radio. And that and that and those, that song came on. I was like, "Who is this guy? This guy is like he's singing like English music, but it actually sounds good." And like, I'm gonna listen to it to the entire track. And then I turned on, I looked at the radio, and I was like, "Oh, it's it's David Perlman." So I sent you a message. I was like, "Man, I got to get you on my show. I just heard your song," and I'm just like, "Wow, blown away, dude!" Like, thank you. Chaya has a way with with lyrics and tunes, and uh, they really they come straight from her heart, and they inspire so many different. I have all different types of Jews who come over to me, religious, non-religious, saying how it affected them personally and really helped them grow, have a better understanding of Shabbos, to find the beauty of Shabbos. It's just, it's beautiful, honestly. So that, that was, I'm very grateful for her to give me the opportunity to, you know, sing on her album. It was really special. That's amazing. That is amazing. Um, now... What I was listening to, like I said, I mentioned to you before, like I have this, I have your song stuck in my head um, that I heard on Kumsitz in the Rain, the Lichadoji song. Now, where did you, did you write that song? Did you, is that a cover? Where, because you just gave it over so well. And like, that's part of what was ma amazing about that album. I was talking to Donnie about this last week is that it's real raw musical talent. 
it's not like beats and a bunch of different people singing acapella. It's like real raw musical talent. And every yeah. single person on that album, like there, you, you can feel it. It penetrates you in the right place. So what's up with that song? And I have to say you did it very, very well. I appreciate it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, the album, I have to tell you, all the songs were written by Baruch Levine. Right. Who's seriously an amazing songwriter. These songs, a lot of them came from various albums over the years. And this particular song was from an album he released already a few years back called Touched by a Niggin. Right. Um, it was a bunch of different nigunim. And this was one of the songs that uh, were put on the album. Uh, Donnie Gross and I had worked together on various projects, uh, various singles, various other school projects. You know, let's say I was doing a track or some schools have reached out to me yeshivas for their dinner. They wanted to do an original song, so they hired me to sing for them. And Donnie Gross is usually my go-to guy. It's not too far away, and he's just a wizard when it comes to the studio. He, I call him the, the studio whiz. Like, you go in, within an hour, right. he can have a whole production. He's so fast. This song, right. Donnie reached out to me saying that he, he wanted to put me on the album. And, I, of course, I, you, don't, you don't say no to Donnie. Donnie's, Donnie's the best. Anything for Donnie. And also, it's a Bach Levine song. And Lecha Doidi, and I heard it. For, right. I knew this song already for a while. Uh, it's been out there. It's, it's a really special song. I connected with the words. Sometimes, even if, if it's a great opportunity, I need to connect with the song if I want to you know, hit him up on the offer. I listen to the song. I'm like, yeah, this, this could work. So we, we were in the studio. We tried it out. And it was so amazing to see it all come together. I actually recorded it separately with the kids. There's kids on the track doing background right. harmonies. So we used a piano track that led me to sing it. And then when you remove the piano track, it was just a bare vocal. I'm just like, oh, wow. It's very raw. And then the next time I heard it, when he sent it to me a week later with the kids, it was like, oh my gosh, you hear the full, you know, the, the, the amazing, it's like a symphony of, of voices of these young kids who have such amazing, I don't know where he gets them from, honestly. Incredible. Right. And I have to say something about this song. Baruch Levine called me a few days ago. I, I'm like, who is this? Like, it's like, hi, this is David. This is Baruch Levine. I almost dropped my phone. I'm like, oh my gosh. Right? Yeah, and he's just like, I wanted to thank you so much. And this song, when I heard the, the way you did it, it really, I, I felt you did it justice. It was, you know, I, I got my so, blessing from Baruch. I was, I was a good so that's thing. That's what I was going to say. Me. Has anybody ever told you you sound strikingly similar to him? I love Baruch. Baruch was a great guest on our show. I had a lot of fun with him. Um, and as you say, has anybody ever told you that you sound strikingly similar to him? Like the way you Baruch pitch? Yeah. <laughs> um. I think you'd be the first, but I heard it a little bit. I think I may have been trying to channel a little bit of Baruch in there just because, you know, that's not the way I hear the song because I can't imagine it with anyone other than Baruch. So it was a large undertaking. I wanted to do it. I wanted to do the song justice and I wanted to make sure he would approve. Um, I tried to put in some, some of my own knaiches, but I also wanted to stay true to the original. So maybe right. that's why it sounded strikingly similar to Bar. Also, it could help because we both have pretty high voices. Right. He goes way higher, though. Oh, no. He, he's, he's, he's good. He's, like, real good. And that's amazing. And, and like, it, it, like, hearing that song and hearing you, your, your cover of it, it, it really it, it struck, it struck a chord. Um, no pun intended. But um, <laughs> it, 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 was, it was amazing. Now, I've seen some of your music videos. You seem to put out a lot of music videos. Um, and in some of them, you're actually playing an instrument. Do you actually play the keyboard? Do you actually play instruments? Or are you, or are you, are you just doing it for stick in the video? Well, I do play keyboard. I do play piano. I've been playing for awesome. like five years. 
uh, longer now. I keep saying five years. I have to change that number. Wait, I've started. Um, okay. I started in three one A, taking lessons. Yeah, I like I was like seven, six or seven. I stopped taking lessons when I was like thirteen or fourteen. Since then, um, I remember my piano teacher. She's the best. She had the best patience for me because <laughs> I a I couldn't sit still, and b the every time she would teach me a song, I would memorize it. See, I because I I have this ear for music. And right. I'm much better at listening to a song and then just playing um, it by ear than reading music. I, I know what you mean. Yeah. I'm I'm the same way. I actually play music. I play instruments. I play saxophone, guitar, drums, keyboard. Um, wow. I actually know how to write and I've done theory. But I played saxophone for almost 12 years since I was in, from grade five to grade 12. And wow. I found honestly that reading reading music wasn't wasn't that exciting. And so when I st- when I started learning guitar, I was like, okay, I want to learn this song. I, I listened to a song. And I'm like, okay, let's pick out the chords. Let's pick out everything. And I mean, and that's also I'm the same way. Like I'd, I'd rather listen to something once or twice, memorize it, pick out the melodies, pick out the the beats, um, the tempo, etc., and then just go with it. And that and that's yeah. how I that's kind of how I do things. It's it's a talent. It's a, it's a real it's a real skill and a real talent to be able to do that. And someone like yes you, yes and no. There's there's plus to also reading. Yeah, no, for sure. But like somebody in your position where, where you're multi-talented, where you can sing, where you can read, you can, you can play it. It's, it's, it's amazing. And like it, it's, it's fun. Now when you're in those videos, you actually playing the instruments or you're, you're, you're just airplane, you're playing. Nothing. Well, when you're doing a music video, obviously nothing's live in the end. You can't, I mean, unless you're doing a live music video, if right. you're doing, let's say one of these recordings of this wedding gig, you know, sometimes they'll have a live recording of the instruments of the vocals. And even then sometimes I'm not, I'm not going to say, I don't know anyone specific who does this, but I can tell you there's more than one artist who probably dubs in their vocals afterwards, makes it edited. I'm things sure. are edited. You want it because you got to give the best commercial possible. Then right. it's totally understandable. I get that. And right. uh, no, no, it wasn't live. It was, in fact, the pianos that you heard in that video were played by my much more talented piano playing friend, Seth Meza. <sighs> His name is Seth. He's so awesome. You actually, he's in the TABC video. He's the redhead kid. Nice. Um, when I did a video for my yeshiva, he's the I guy saw that. That, yeah, playing. Yeah. So he, he very, he actually um, sent me the, the song, the video where you saw me playing keyboard. That was the song I did with Sweet Silverstein called Modim. Right. Yeah. He showed me that song when it was just like a stripped down piano and just like a light beat. And I, and I kind of took it from there and I added words, I added a tune. And so very often, sometimes if he gives, like he'll give me a bare song when it's just some chords and, and a light little melody and I'll embellish on the melody. And that's how we work together. We're like a dynamic duo kind of writing songwriting team. That's really cool. That That's really, really cool. Man, man, you- I'm blessed to have a friend like Seth. Yeah. You're very talented. You're you. you're you're very very talented. Now I see that you also do weddings. How does that work with your yeshiva schedule? I've seen that I've seen on Instagram that you've you've done some weddings, you've done some events. How does that work with the yeshiva schedule? What what are you telling What are you telling the the rosh shiva? Like oh. well, first of all, the yeshiva in itself, it's it's I go home every day. So oh. you know, well, yeah, yeah, it's not there's no dorming situation going on here. It's it's much. It's much more simple. I mean, it's a long day. It's seven forty-five in the morning till like five thirty at night. But and to get into Schlepp from Teaneck to Staten Island, let me tell you, not <laughs> the easiest. But you, you sleep. I take a pillow. I sleep on the van. It's not so bad. There's a van to my house, door-to-door service. Oh wow! And uh, yeah, and so if it's a wedding, sometimes it's on a Sunday. There's no yeshiva on Sunday, so unless there's a special programming going on or a special shear. Um, 
yeah, it's really, it's it usually it's, it works out. And if I sometimes very, very rarely do I have to leave early. If I do, they usually understand. You just let them know. That, that's really cool. You're like one. The, you're like the only wedding singer out there who's still in Shiva. <laughs> and that 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 must be fun. I mean, you must have fun with that. Weddings are a lot of fun. There's nothing like reading the Bali Simcha and you see them smile. You know, you, you got it. There's when you're given. When Hashem says, "Listen, everyone has a purpose or a talkless in life," and if when it comes down to it, if your purpose is is uh, to make other, let's say you can sing. Then right. there's no reason why you should hold it back. If Hashem gives you a gift, you have to share it. If you don't share it, you're basically stealing from the world because this is obviously a strength you were given. And if you don't use it, you're basically wasting your time. Like you're wasting what Hashem gave you. Hashem gave right. you something. Make other people happy. Inspire others. Make others happy. So yes, singing at a wedding is a lot of fun. It's very rewarding when you you know you make people happy. It's it's there's nothing like it. That's that's amazing. What what's the biggest crowd you ever sang in front of? Biggest crowd. So what would have been the biggest crowd, by the way, would have been uh, Miami Boys Choir did was going to do a show in Nassau Coliseum. Wow. Like in, yeah, that would have been insane. But unfortunately, it was canceled. Not sure why it was canceled, but it, it is what it is. These things happen. But yeah. the biggest show was probably between about five thousand people in Eretz Yisrael. It was a great show. That was again also a few years ago. I remember that was a uh, Miami Boys Choir, I think. Uh, but it was pretty insane when you finish Israel. I have to say, the audiences in Israel mm-hmm. are a lot less jaded. I, I don't want to like kind of knock. It's really New York audiences, and I'm from New York, so I don't care if I knock them. Go I'm for a lot it. of Go for it. people. Yeah, and basically, New York people, when it comes to Jewish uh, musicians, Jewish singers, kind of take them for granted. A lot of the music you see, a lot of it comes from Brooklyn. A lot of people, they're like, yeah. you know, Jewish guys, they just walk. You're a dime a Yeah, you could walk and bump into, I uh, just bumped into Michal Brzezanski in the street the other day. You bump into right. different singers. They're regular Joe Schmoes like me and you. So right. when you come to a concert happening in Brooklyn College, okay, we'll go, we'll enjoy. But then we, 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 you know, we clap and then we leave. In Israel, it's a totally different ball game. You it's know, Miami Warsquire, it's not just more fun. There's such, yeah, there's this level of excitement that you could feel in the air. Because these are, a lot of times, you know, we're flying in. You know, they don't always have the, these many, like, these artists that they follow. A lot of times they're following these American artists. Right. And they're coming to Israel. Oh, my gosh. We had security guards bar, you know, barring down the doors because of the screaming. They were, they were against, there was glass doors. You could see on the other side people smacking on the glass. Let us in. We want to take a picture with them. It yeah, was like because insane. Here, because here, we don't. Well, actually, I I I have to say, you know, um, I'm we're in Ramat Beit Shemesh, so we have a bunch of famous artists who live out here in Beit Shemesh. You know, sure. I walk down the street, I run into David Lowy or Ari Goldwag or David Lowy's parents live across the street from me. Yeah, so I run into David all the time, and it, it's fun, you know. You see, you mm-hmm. see these guys in shul, you hang out with them, you schmooze with them. But like, you know, it's, I, I know what you mean because when they do concerts here in Israel um, and when they do these types of things, it's, it's more fun. It's, it's, we call it in Ivrit Chagiga. Um, it's like, it's exciting. It's fun, you know, like, and people are really into it. And it's even like that when you go to these out of town cities too, where it's not such a, where, where you know, where you yes. have, like, I'm from Detroit. I'm originally from Detroit, Michigan. When we used to have these concerts come, I remember we used to have this Hanukkah concert every single year that the city, the, the community would put on this Hanukkah concert every year. And we'd get like Dede, we'd get like sometimes Lipa would come, we'd get like, and, and it'd be Gishmak, it'd be exciting. 
This is not something that us little small town folk get to see on a regular basis. And I remember sure. one year, I remember one year when I was like maybe in grade six or seven and we had Dede come and he gets up and he starts, he just starts making fun of himself. And, he, and then he, and then he launches into one of his songs and the whole auditorium just went crazy. And it's mm. fun. It's exciting. You know, like, in, I guess in New Park, like since it's not, you're so used to it. It, it yeah. doesn't. It doesn't give that same effect. That the music doesn't penetrate as much as it should, and and give that same effect. Sure. We've come to the time of year again with the 2019 Ura auction, with prizes much bigger than before. Just do wait to what we have in store. Sold tickets to Israel and big fat check and the shade and jewels to put on your neck. Be your rent, get a car, let us clear your debt. Go relax and win some weekly cash. We'll cover your tuition bill and maybe give you a new van. We'll send you on a trip nearby or to the Holy Land. Shop online or in New York, you'll get a great big shopping spree. Your $50,000 you can take home instantly. It's easy to enter, just call us or go on. Just make sure you do it before you run out of time. More than $600,000 in prizes, only $5 a prize. Enter now at uraauction.org or call 1-877-7-AUCTION. I love Out of Town. The best. The best. That's, that's it, man. But um, I, I heard you're doing a concert to, on, on Thursday with, with my buddies Only Simchas. I, oh the, yeah <laughs> I, I i actually used to work with them for about three years um i'm very close with them they're good people the the cats oh. are great people and i heard you're doing a concert with them what's up with that well basically tomorrow what they're going to be doing for johan smollett they want to do a 30 minute kind of live stream concert of like you know get everyone into it with some some fun music um, right. It's a private event. I don't know if anyone can actually, I mean, like, it's probably invite only to the actual live event, but, like, for the, the live stream on Instagram Live, by all means, everyone should join. It'll be 9 to 9.30 p.m., obviously, and it'll be fun. It, I mean, um, it's just going to be great fun. I think people, you know, get in the spirit of Young Max Mode. It's really nice. Nice. Well, wait till you come here next year. You, you oh, shall, yeah. You shall see. You shall see how everything just kind of, Everybody makes a bar. You'll you'll be smelling barbecue for days. Oh my gosh! So it's like it's like July Fourth. <laughs> it's it's like Fourth of July, except it, people bigger. are bigger. People are more into it. It, it. it there's it. You know, in the schools here, certain schools here, they get real into it. They have all these different like different events, things like that. And it's a real, it's a, everyone's really heavily involved in, in certain circles. Um, and like in, in, in with 4th of July, you know, it's a day of barbecue, you know, you're off fireworks, barbecue, beer, you know, all that fun stuff, but you'll see it, it's, 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 it's a crazy, it's a crazy celebration out here. Um, but that, so that concert should be cool. You said it's a private concert. What do you mean? You're, you're going to be, in- it's just going to be for a few people. It, 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 the live stream is meant for the general public. It's, it's more of a, this is more of a live stream event. This is kind of like, you know, I'll be singing from a little studio wherever it is, uh, for a private address. But uh, this, the, the live stream itself is just, you know, for everyone to come, come all watch and enjoy. I mean, only Simchas, only 9 Simchas. to 9 p.m. There you go. That's really cool. I, 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 that sounds like a lot of fun. I might tune into that if I'm up. I probably won't sure. be. Uh, I'll try to give If you're on, I'll give you a shout out saying, like, listen, this guy is up. Three in the morning, 
You, just got, you, you got to say only Simchas, then you got to say go Simcha. Um, go Simcha. There you go. You got to do a little product plug. But anywho, that that's really fun. So you, you seem like you're, you're having a lot of fun with this. And it, it must be fun to like be like, this is like your business. You know, you're, you're still in Yeshiva, but you like, you more or less have, have a business. You have a, have, have something you're doing and you're going out yeah. there making people happy. What's it like to be like still in Yeshiva, have your own business, going on touring and doing these concerts and doing these weddings and right, making albums. Like it must, it must be so surreal for you. You know, I remember when I was in high school, I wasn't doing this, but like, it must be like so surreal for you. Well, I'll say, I'll say this. Um, It's, it's kind of, I obviously, you have to prioritize, you know, right now at this point of my life, um, prioritization is on, you know, focusing on self growth you know, you know, friends, family, learning Torah and, you know, you know, keeping your head in the game and not getting so, you know, deep entrenched into uh, the new music business at this point. Right now, yeah. what I'm doing, it's, it's not so overwhelmingly taking up my schedule. Obviously, I a lot time to it, but right. um, I keep myself very scheduled that it's I don't let it, you know, the business kind of seep into, you know, when I'm busy with schoolwork, with yeshiva, uh, at, especially this summer is going to be very exciting. This summer I'm going to be joining the staff at Camp Morasha. It's, uh, we're, we're going to be working on some incredible stuff. We got it with uh, Shimmy Sokol, great videographer. So that's exciting. We're, God willing, going to have a nice um, single and a video being put out. So that, that should be like the next, hopefully, you know, big summer song. But, but after that, I'm going to be going to Yeshiva. And when I go to Yeshiva, I will continue to write music and – and I will always, uh, you know, I'll be creating new music in the studio. But when it comes down to it, you got to focus on what's, you got to keep your head in the game on what's very important. Right. You know? You actually, you have an advantage, I suppose, because you can, you can really, in, in, in your career, since you're so young, you could really go ahead and just like sit and go and go learn and focus on your learning and focus on your growth. Yeah. And, and when you come back, then, exactly. then then I have it all set up to when you come back, God willing, I hope to be able to pursue this at least for a few years full time. We'll see. I, I don't like to um, put all my eggs in one basket. There's so many right. other things I like to partake in. At this right. point, yeah, my biggest thing that I do in my free time is I work on my music, and right. uh, that's great. But I also you gotta keep your head in the game, and you gotta also plan for the future. So listen, if I see it's working out, if Hashem wants me to continue going this direction, then by all means. But you also gotta stay realistic, and so that means you gotta make sure it's working out for you. You know, plan it out. You gotta be real. You gotta be real. And I, I think I think that's incredible that you that you know where you're where you're you're holding and you know what you want to do and you know where where you want to be and that you but you have this outlet for yourself regardless if you're using it as a means for parnasa you had this outlet for yourself as a way to relax and to to keep up keep your creative juices flowing in your brain and and really stay on the ball in that aspect it's 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 incredible you should be mitzlich like tremendously. Um, now what, what other, what other projects do you have in, in the works? What other things are you, are you currently working on? So among the projects that I'm working on, um, there's an, obviously, um, there's a lot of focus right now on, you know, I want to make a, you know, a smash summer hit song with a great video. Um, something, you know, d- definitely on a higher caliber than what I've previously done. And that's, 
you know, I'm putting a lot of my, you know, focusing on that. Um, also along with various jobs along the way. But um, I was starting, a, I started a crowdfunding uh, campaign to crowdfund uh, an album. Now, mm. this isn't a rush. This is something I've always wanted to, you know, come out with a second album. Albums are really, really, really expensive. And I yes. just think that it's great if everyone could put, you know, put, you know, donate whatever they could. It, it's kind of, gen- you know, uh, donating to an artist is in many ways, it's one of the greatest things you could do for an artist. You're supporting an artist so he can give back to you the art that they create. Now, uh, it's there's no rush in this. This is something you could take a few years for all I care. It could take less than a few years. It could take a few months. Right. When it comes down to it, there's a plan. I have a plan, uh, but I'm not rushing it. I want it to this. I want this album to be quality. I want it to be memorable. So right. if that means I have to take a few years at it then by all means, I'll continue to do jobs. I'll continue to go around and inspiring people and working on new music. Now I have all the songs. The songs right. are written. Everything's ready for production. So now I'm crowdfunding. I'm not pushing the crowdfunding. I, whenever I do a show, a lot of times afterwards, I'll, I'll give a little shout out about it. You know, if somebody wants to help it, crowdfund it. Right. But it's, it's, a, it's a community project. It's kind of like we're all, we're all in this together kind of thing. Kulana Biacha. So, uh, and yeah, new music is, is, is constantly on the way. Um, yeah, I'd also like to start looking into doing a tour. That would be very exciting. I, I want to kind of see if we could get something in for the summer. We'll see. That was really cool. Now, I, I, I suppose you answered my next question. You seem like you're more of a fan of albums than singles. Um, I, I do a lot of singles. It's, I think it's time for something a little bit more. But yeah, what were you going to say? I find I, I ask this question to all my guests. What what do you what are you in favor of more, an album or a single? And you, a lot of people, it's a, it's kind of a it's kind of a mixed mixed answer. I personally think albums are incredible because each track on the album tells a different story about about the album as a whole. And it's a depends. Whole, it's a whole it depends really. Yeah. Yeah. I'll tell you, you can have albums that are put out and they seem rushed. There's three good songs on it. The rest are really, as I like to say, filler, filler songs, not memorable filler songs. You want to take your time. And so that's why I'm really like, if it takes three, four years, I don't mind. I want it to be that each song is painstakingly produced to the highest right. level possible. And right. there's have, there have been you know, some albums I've heard that really you can hear the work put into it. And it's the blood, sweat, and tears, as they, as, you know, as they say, putting it all together. It's such a, it's a challenge, but it's, once it's done, you'll feel much better putting out an album that you know you worked really hard for than an album that was rushed. So, yes, that's when an album is better. If not, if, if you're kind of just, you know, working, there's also you can put out singles. If you're not in a rush, yeah, you can put out single after single. Some, I'll, some, I love when artists do a pre-release and they have an album and then you slowly, Right. You know, all the tracks are slowly become available right. after a few months. So that's also interesting because then you could have people pre-order the album, see if you get enough funding for, through that. Let me tell you, none of the musicians nowadays, very few, make, you know, all their parnasa from oh, album I know. sales. Oh, I know. Album Trust sales, me. yeah. We're up, to, we're, up, we're up to 39 episodes on this show and I've talked with all your contemporaries and it's a very big problem and it, it's, it's a chaval. Because, you know, people think, people get in the mindset like, oh, I'm paying Spotify. So therefore, I'm contributing to, I'm helping the artist. But in essence, you're making like pennies on the dollar. And it, it's Correct. not, you're not making a parnasa. Kaval is not such a platform where, where the artist makes, not, where the artist would make 90% of the profit. 
and you know, and the other ten percent would go back to running the running the platform. And maybe someone yeah. should, someone should work on something like that. But um, it's agreed. It's it's a halal. And then, like, you get on these other platforms and other places, and it's just, you don't, you don't make, and the albums, it's not like in the, in the secular world where people are giving you an advance in front of you money to create the album. You're laying out everything yourself. So you're, you have, you're hoping and you're davening and you're, and you're saying, please, Hashem, let me be Matzlilich with this album. And then people are getting, are, are streaming it. Like, I, was, I had, we had Honey Maleki on the show a couple, couple months back when he cre- released The Great Farby. And he said, you know, people were getting the album on like WhatsApp groups and Telegram groups before he, oh, God. In, in the store. That's you know? not good. That's very good. Right. And it's yeah, like, that's oh, pirated. Nothing yeah. worse. Yeah. And it, um. it's, it, it it's funny because Donnie was telling me the op, like what he he's a, he's a big he, his biggest pet peeve is exactly this, and he was telling me how like he he specifically did not put the he specifically does not put his albums up on Spotify and up on these streaming sites be, until like he sells off the initial copies. Because yeah, that's that's the best move. You don't want to rush these things. You, you try to get as much, you know, it's it's really a business card. That's all it is. You want yeah. you do it so you can get jobs. The jobs is where the money's at, and that's where the bonus right. is for the artist to be able to create new music. So it's right. really it's a cycle, and you have there's a there's a level of if you want to see more art artwork, more music being put out from artists, then by all means you should support them. You should buy their album, and you should hire them for your next right. simchas, your next gig. You know, but it, when it comes exactly. down to it, you, yeah, you got to keep them in mind like that. That's well, that, how they can do it. Well, that that's part of the reason why we love doing our show is because we get to showcase all you guys and give people a better insight and understanding of who you are. And that's why we also have our platform, GoSimcha.com, the one-stop shop for all Simcha vendors. So you can come and, Incredible. You, can, and you can see, the, listen, to your, listen to the show, know about your artists, know about these people, and you can go ahead and book guys like you for weddings and give you that Parnassa. And it's, it's really like, cause it's true. Like, you, you know, you know, with the rare exception of a few people in the Jewish industry, you guys aren't making, making bank off of this. Um, and it, it's a chaval, but it, and, but it could be changed. Yeah. It, it's, it's a small business when it's, uh, it's, it's very, it's very cutthroat. Right. But as long, listen, that's why, I also believe to a certain extent you should just create music because for, you know, obviously keep your mindset that you're not in this necessarily just for the money. You know, right. first of all, if you, if somebody enters the Jewish music business just to go into the money side of it, <laughs> the likely, yeah, you're not going to have a good time. <laughs> you want to have a good time is, is you want to do it. You know, the real reason do it. Lishma. And the money that comes along with it is great. Yep. But uh, I think that, it's easier said than done, obviously, but you should try to keep in mind, like, what's why you're really doing this, what your purpose in life is that you're doing this is to make others happy. And and that's yeah. this inspire others, make them happy. That's really it. And it's it's kind of a give and take. You make others happy, then they get happy, you're happy. And it's great. Exactly. It's awesome. Exactly. To bring joy and simcha to people. It and keeps and, you down to earth. Yeah. And that and that's one of the biggest, biggest, biggest things, the one of the major cruxes of music is that it's if you're doing it right and doing it lishma and putting all your koach into it, you'll you're, you'll the power of music comes comes out and really connects people. And that's why I've heard I've, as, again I've spoken with many of your contemporaries, 
And we all say the same thing. It's like the music, they all tell me the different stories of how their music has impacted so many people's lives. And you said it yourself. You have people who tell you that their songs have impacted their, their lives, their lives. And it's just absolutely incredible. And like I said, when I listened, going back to your, your song on Combs, It's in the Rain, the Lichadodi, I listened to that and it just struck a chord in my heart. It, it hit me right where, where I needed it. I was telling this to Donnie, like every single track, because it's so pure and because it's like so, it's just, it's just what it is. It's music. It's in its purest form. That's how you know you're doing it right. That's right. Nothing like real music. Exactly. Nothing, ain't, ain't nothing better, my friend. And I think also, like I said, you're in a very good position because you you can you can see the bigger picture. You're not you're not in your in your late twenties, thirties, and you're doing this. You're you're still young, and you still have. It's only lot. because I started younger that I was able to see the bigger picture earlier. That's the right. good thing about starting when you're younger. Yeah, I'm not going you know full fully in it yet. You know, it's right. it's kind of like I'm still on the outside looking in. Exactly. But I'm in enough to know the bigger picture. It's kind of exactly. like both at the same time. Exactly. Yeah. And, 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 and it should serve you well. It should really, really serve you well. And, 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 and help with your, with the advancement of your career. And we should, we should have you come back on in a couple of years when you're, when you're this big guy, when you're, when you're like bigger than Schwecky and, and you're sitting there saying like, yeah, man, I was on go sim for the podcast back in the day, you know, and now, <laughs> and, and now I'm bigger than Schwecky, but <laughs> Shwaki is a good guy. Halavai, yeah, he's a good, he's a great guy. I met him a few times. Really special. I'm sure. I'm, I'm so sure. So down to earth, by the way. So down to earth. I'm sure. See, we have, we have, we have a Shwaki here in Bichamish. His brother lives here. Yeah. Oh, that's Yosef Chaim, right? Yep. He's also a singer. See, we got, we got, we're not as cool as New York, but we got famous people here roaming the streets. That's right. He got famous people's brothers. <laughs> no, he's famous. also big. He's very big in Israel. Yeah, he's very big. We also got we also got the original. We got Schlockrock. We got Lenny Solomon here also. Yes, yes. I was at his house once in the Really? Shemesh. Yeah, he's yeah, a trip. He's a great person. Yeah. He was he was my he was one of our I think he was the third episode we did of Ghost Him for the Podcast. And oh, that's nice. Send him my regards. I will. I, I really will. Well, David, it was it was an absolute pleasure to have you on the show. I really got to know you a little bit better and I, and I see like how well connected you are to your music and to your fans and to what you're doing. And you're, you're really getting yourself in the right direction. You're putting yourself in the right direction and your, your music speaks for itself. Um, I just got another, one more question for you. What, what was sure. the, what's the most, the most crazy fun experience you ever had in this whole business and this whole doing this crazy fun experience. What was the um, craziest thing? Craziest thing. There's a level of, this craziness when I constantly get these people asking me for birthday messages. There's this like mm-hmm. fascination on Instagram DM where tons of, it's not even a few amount of people. There's been like on average a couple, you know, a day on Instagram, people have been asking me. So that adds uh-huh. up, to, you know, tons of people saying, can you please send a birthday message to my friend? I'm like, you're asking me, <laughs> you're asking me. And yeah, they actually, and then they send their reaction videos and it's absolutely hilarious because I don't get the hype, you know, like there's this hype of, Oh, I got to have a promo with me. Happy birthday. And it's like, right. a, it's like a shtick. It's like a shtick at this point. I think my hidden calling in life is to be a birthday, a birthday messaging person. I, I don't know, like to give shout outs for their birthdays. Um, 
That's funny. Yeah, it's it's very <laughs> funny when you see like people get all hyped up, and it's it's fun. It's really nice because I connect with the fans through Instagram. Uh, I I actually have um, doubled down on not being too much on Instagram. So, Bahshan, I'm not an Instagram addict anymore. I had a little phase, you know, scrolling mindlessly, but now, now I just use it as a platform to instantly connect with fans, and it's very special. And you meet all sorts of amazing, fun, crazy people through Instagram, and you can connect with them on a different level than you could have 10, 15 years ago when the singers right. didn't really have that way to connect. So, yeah, I guess a lot of funny, crazy things if you look through my Instagram, meeting people, connecting people from thousands of miles away, and then meeting sure. them in Israel, special, special thing. Like, oh, you're in Israel? I'm in Israel too. And like, I meet these different people. So right. yeah, I have all sorts of crazy stories, but we'd be here all day if that would be the case. Yeah, no, it's getting late on my end. You got to bounce off because you have a test because you're still in yeshiva. So That's right. <laughs> you are still in yeshiva, my friend. You got a test. So that's all. Yeah, good. one more month. One, one more, more month. month. That's right. I, that's right. One more month. Hang in there. Hang in there. You're, I will. I will. Are they going to get you to sing at your graduation? And they'll be like, "Hey, you're you're not a sing. You wanna you wanna come up here and uh, do that?" It's very possible. Sometimes they kind of throw it on me. The last thing, like, "Oh, David, get up there!" Like, um, um. <laughs> anyway, I'm not, I'm yeah, not a sing. No, but you have this amazing podcast going on. It's really special. No, I do not a sing. I was yeah. making a joke with you. I actually, I, I'm also a singer, but I don't, I don't like doing. Oh yeah. I, I like. Yeah, I just I'll check it out. I just like playing. I just like playing. I like jamming. But yes, we do have this amazing podcast. It's it's fun. It's 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 our. It we like to go behind the scenes of the Jewish industry to understand you guys to really get a better perspective. Because you know, at the end of the day, you guys are people too, and you have uh-huh. stories. And you're not just fun. You're not just these guys who go out there and start dancing and singing on stage. And at the end of the day, you go back to your limo and tune the world out. You're you're real people. You're limo. <laughs> Exactly. That's right. That's right. It's, not, it's not that extravagant. Jewish oh. music doesn't get that that crazy. It's Fine. really more. It's, but yeah, Fine. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. You get into the Odyssey and you and you go back to you go back to New Jersey. Um, <laughs> but no, it's it's fun. We 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 have fun with the show, and I, I really appreciate you coming on board on with us today. Um, we get to know your story a little bit more. Get to see the progress with you. And please, God, you should continue to be Matzliach. And if you're when you're in Israel next year, don't be a stranger. You're more than welcome to come down here. Come out here, hang out with us. Come out here for Shabbos, whatever you want. Doors always. I'm in. All right, I'll take you up on that offer. We'll have some challenge. Cholent is good. Cholent is good. All right, my friend. Amazing. Pleasure having you. And I look Pleasure forward to be here. To, for sure. I look forward to hearing good things. You've just listened to another wonderful episode of Go Simple the Podcast. For more news, updates, and information on our next episode, like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram at Go Simple Live. And don't forget to check out the show notes and videos on www.gosimcha.com along with zeradio.com. Thanks for listening, and remember, go Simcha!